Hello and welcome back to Double Mental Love's Not So Euclid Band. Now you might have had fears there for a moment because it was the wrong song, but that one was chosen specifically by this week's guest. So you can blame him because it's absolute shite. Not really, it's actually a good song. Um, <laughs> anyway, welcome. Bradley, how are we doing? I'm good. Good, how are you? How are you? I'm not bad. And we've uh, we've changed the style this week, and we've gone straight in with our guest. So, if you'd like to welcome yourself, hello, oh, hello, 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 hello. That is Kaleen uh, Corbett, by the way. <laughs> Good to get some confirmation. <laughs> okay, well, good times. How are you doing, Corbett? Get out for a run this evening. Uh, yeah, I did about an hour ago. Um, not major, just 6K, I think. And I'm ticking over. I'm on the, not in the injured bracket at the moment, but the semi-injured. Yeah, good and to hear you out for a run. I was going to say, I saw the, the cycling at the weekend, and you know we've seen that in Corbus Logs a few times, put a bit of fear into the heart. Yeah, I don't seem to be able to handle two months in a row, so I kind of, I also have one good month, and then, even when it feels good at the end of the month, it just seems to tail off. So, um, yeah, it's proven again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's too bad. Hey, what injury might you, might you have? Oh. Sorry? What what injury might you have? Uh, just kind of like a hip flexor tightness. Um, it was fine to run today and yesterday, but... It's just like I don't want to keep running and make it worse. Like, and it, yeah. it's all it's all related to the hip, really, or IT band. It's it's always the same thing. Like, just slightly different area every time. Yeah. Do you feel like you're waiting on finding the uh, the perfect solution, the right physio, or the right the right guidance, and then you uh, have it sorted for life, or it's just kind of the way your body is? I'm probably like like a slow learner. Like, it's kind of taken me years to like kind of realize what's right for in terms of training and managing it um i'm not sure sure i've nailed it yet either like clearly i haven't if i'm still getting injured but i think um the gym seemed to solve a lot of those things but then uh obviously that was closed down and i kind of found that i i've done less over the last month so that's my potential reason for getting injured but i don't really know to be honest like i kind of know that I can only take a certain mileage, or definitely at the moment anyway. Um, I kind of need to prove that I can do three or four months before I can do I've normal mileage before I could really jump up, to be honest. So, um, I, yeah. I like to think I have it under wraps, but I'm not sure. What kind yeah, of mileage yeah, were you doing? Uh, 50, 60, 70k, that kind of range. Um, Big numbers, right? That's solid, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anything solid from your point of view, I don't know. Were you, were you training for the Olympics or something? <laughs> I was training, tra- training for the short leg at Eucla. <laughs> oh, that's not what Lund wants to hear. Is it just you and Wesley at home at the moment? I was actually just wondering this before you came on. Like, Wesley hasn't fucked off to his girlfriend, has he? Uh, no, that's exactly what he's done. Oh Jesus! You're home alone. Uh, yeah, for the last. That's absolutely brutal. 
yeah, it, it's not it's not great, to be honest, but like it's yeah, it's kind of I mean like kind obviously of understand from his moment, perspective but, leaving, but like you're still like Jesus rough and you <laughs> Uh, yeah, I uh, think he was gone yeah. before I came anyway, but like, it's, yeah, it's grand on most drivers, only, like, I'm kind of relatively happy by myself anyway, but like, in the last week, I kind of noticed that I haven't really talked to anyone, like, face to face. There was a, I don't know, would you know, uh, Ronan, who was in college with me, Um a bit older, but anyway, funny character. And he was like, oh, I used to know it was a good weekend during college when, or even, no, during work, when uh, he'd get home on a Friday and he'd, like, he'd be at home doing whatever, I don't know, watching sport and playing some video games. And he'd get on the bus on a Monday morning and he'd say, like, how much change he was giving to the bus driver. And he's like, he'd croak and he'd have a husky voice because he hadn't talked for three days. He was like, fuck <laughs> That was a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I ranked my weekend that way as well, but <laughs> no, I'm not sure I would either. Honest, but it gave me a laugh. At least no one's getting on your nerves living in close close quarters. Well, I think I get on my nerves. That's the worst thing. Like <laughs> getting the nerves. I think yeah, I oh, think Corbett would right. be guilty of getting annoyed at himself at times. <laughs> I've been listening to uh, Spin recently. And, oh uh, Jesus, it's a new love. What is yeah, that? So I like, I, I, I was just like a uh, like pop radio station, really. But like they play, they play the same songs all the time, and it's like <laughs> the most poppy songs really out there. Yeah. Um, I don't really listen to the radio, but I got a suggestion from someone work that like it's good to have the radio on the background. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I've done that, like, just to have a bit of music, and I, I haven't really uh, been on Spotify or anything like that. Like, So I've been playing that, but they've been playing the same tunes, and they've just been, like, shouting at the radio, and I've kind of, kind of been like, what are you doing? Like, there's no one here. Like, no one can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> just like, for fuck's sake. And, and the chat is awful. Like, it's like, probably good giving... for you, though, to expand the music knowledge, break out of the 2004-2005 era. <laughs> uh, this is yeah this is too new though yeah, yeah. no oh, i agree you. i remember we used to listen to spin like back in like primary oh, no probably probably already secondary school and like did enjoy the, the like probably pop music at the time but like you could hear a song five times in a day if you were listening to it all day yeah and they, and they say that they don't play the same tune like in like i think it's from 10 to 2 but like the minute it turns two, like they're back on the same song. Like, they give traffic <laughs> updates every hour as well, but like, there's no fucking traffic. Like, <laughs> like they're giving the traffic. Yeah, it's just same thing all the time. Like, Jeez, this is perfect here. We're just an out of like a vent for Corbett now for an hour. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he had to warm up the vocal cords before coming on the the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Back in his room, la 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 la. <laughs> the husk is gone. <laughs> I've I've been plenty of chat to myself anyway, so I got to keep warmed up. So uh, the cabin fever tempted you to wander outside of the two-kilometer radius. Have I wandered outside? Or just like, just have you felt a little bit cheeky one day and yeah, and just wandered outside of the the radius? 
Uh, no, but like now that I have my stance, like I definitely can't be cheeky. Like I kind of, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm very what? against what it. Like, yeah, <laughs> your I stance know, like, <laughs> do go on. I know. I like, just think like it's it's there to be like kind of obeyed, really. So, um, have you noticed? Have you noticed people not really obeying? It? <laughs> uh, no, I've been I've been like looking out my window every day, like and, uh, trying to spot people who are outside their radius, and I've been scouring the web online. Like, I haven't found anyone. <laughs> okay, so it's an honest community, this Irishman. That's yeah. good to all you orienteering listeners. If you're cheating, Corbett hasn't found you. <laughs> <laughs> An awful uh, lot of uh, he's lying, to be honest. I know, I wouldn't lie. Well, I, I, like, I, I've seen a couple of um, like French, French runners or, or Spanish runners getting abuse on Strava, which has been pretty funny. Like, yeah, Lawrence was saying that as well, that um, the people kind of police themselves, as in people who are getting abused when they're going outside. I don't know, was this for running or anything like? Yeah, yeah actually, like... actually, now you say that. I did uh, did come across a comment of yours policing um, on, I, I don't want don't to name names, but I'm going to anyway, on uh, Rory Long was running the Marty Park, and I think you had a, a mention there. This is a while ago, so you could easily have forgotten it. No, yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, I called him out in that, but no response. That's it. Part of the people policing. That's a good thing. Good to see. We will encourage it. Feel free to call me out if I if I leave my. <laughs> I don't have a radius. Sorry, I shouldn't rub it in. <laughs> You're currently <laughs> outside the two K radius. Yes, I'm well outside it. <laughs> Yeah. As we discovered with Kev, Christchurch in the city centre of Dublin is outside my radius. <laughs> yeah, those steps to get from Rathfarnham to Christchurch to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. But along along with the, the two kilometre radius, have you have you lowered down your, your Tinder search radius to two kilometres? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. It's still at a 25k or whatever that maxes. <laughs> Jeez, and still no matches. No. See, they know, like they, they know they can't come. Yeah, yeah, it comes up yeah, four kilometers true. away, and they're like, oh, "Why bother?" Yeah. Uh, and your age range, all the the, the age <laughs> that are most most likely to get coronavirus too. <laughs> no, the young people are safe. <laughs> oh, brutal. Uh. <laughs> All right, this is awful. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, we get into some more legitimate questions then. Uh, <laughs> can't even get them out. Um, training, <laughs> training now, Corbett. So you were saying you were at like 60, 70k a week. That's been fairly consistent, I take it. And a bit of gym. Are you able to get any gym stuff in, or like, you know, not actual gym, but strength work at home? And if you're running, do you think you're going to be like kind of managing your running and mixing it up with cycling over the next while? Or, uh, yeah, uh, it kind of depends. Really. Like, I, the cycling's grand, but I kind of want to get away from it. I don't think it's the same benefit. Um, it's just kind of cross training, really, I guess. So, um, it kind of depends how the injury goes. Um, Today and yesterday wasn't too bad, so 
hopefully I can drop the cycling soon, but um, I should be keeping up uh, uh, gym type stuff at home, like even really basic stuff, but I haven't. It's just, it's very easy, but it's not that easy at the same time. It's just, you're, you're not in the, the mindset to really do it when you're in the, the same house all day and you're not going to a location. I mean, a lot of what I do at the gym doesn't require, like, weights or, I guess some stuff does, but I can kind of get by with most things anyway, but it's still difficult to manage that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I've, uh, I've deep into the, the yoga thing recommended by Ben and Anne, to be honest, and that's uh, doing wonders. So, if you're, if you're tempted, online or something? Yeah, yeah, just... Uh, like yoga with tim youtube series and i just do what he does he's a bit funny yeah. he's a good crack and uh i'm absolutely awful at anything flexible so he caters for that which is appreciated i did promise myself i'd do none of this online stuff like just oh, a lot of it looked off. everybody like... else is like let's be innovative let's <laughs> make the most of this period he's <laughs> like no i'm not one of them <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it, it, obviously, it's totally grand. But like people who just take it off now, it just seems like oh, you should do that all the time. Then, like if that's your attitude, um, it, it doesn't make like, sense. I, I agree with that principle, but obviously, like doing it now is better than doing it never. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. If, I, I, if you were shit and fat before quarantine, you're not allowed to change your habits now. Yeah, no, I, I, to- I totally get that. And it's like clearly, like you probably need it more now than ever anyway because it's a it's an outlet or you know you probably don't do as much exercise but like you know i'm getting things in work like worker organizing three things like the guy the guy in the gym and work i guess i guess he still has a job like he's doing these like sessions but like how many people are organizing sessions that are like publicly and freely available online that like surely there should just be one person doing it for everyone yeah. like and make it like really high quality like good yeah. production and everything whereas it's like this guy on the gym like in work like or he's doing it from home like on a shitty camera and it's like or like it, it looks shitty from the screenshot in fairness like so i'm not admitting to have done it now but uh it like, <laughs> we could like a, a live session with him or is it like recording yeah yeah no it, it's live yeah like Should every morning Sorry, you should give it a go, and we'll yeah, have you on should, again. Yeah. <laughs> give us the review. Uh, people seem to be loving it. In fairness, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, the thing about it is, you uh, you get into the routine of doing this you know, yoga YouTube video, and there's no way that I'm going to keep up doing the same rate of yoga after the quarantine that I am now. But I also now now like I found a resource that I like online, and so hopefully in the future I'll still make use of it a bit here and there. And I also know that it's only twenty five or thirty five minutes, and it goes by really surprisingly quickly. But yeah. anyway, no, I, you, uh, we're still waiting for you to like, find the right one. The right one, yeah, that's probably it. Like yoga with yeah. Tim, then is it? Oh, look, I don't know. <laughs> I I couldn't uh, couldn't say a bad word against it. That's for sure. You could do yoga with Adrian. She's quite He's good. mighty fine too, though, Tim. I don't know that Adrian's going to be able to compete. There's a lot of names going on in the place at the moment. 
Yeah, no, I actually have heard of Yogi with Adrian too. I think that's the like the biggest, the really popular one. To be, if, there, to be honest, if there's one source uh, for, like making good material, I haven't watched Adrian, so I don't know if it's good, but uh, she, yeah, yeah, I reckon everybody's on hers, so she's probably yeah. the big source. Adrian should be the one that's allowed to do it for everyone, and no one else is allowed to do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But where would I lose my Zeus, Tim, you know? <laughs> what nationality are they? Uh, Tim's American. I'm, they're probably all American. Yeah, Adrian's American. <laughs> of course they are. Would you have yeah. a preference? if? No, I haven't seen them. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if there was... Like look, a... you don't want to look at Tim because he'll never turn back. <laughs> That's the fear, like. Oh, it's real. The fear is real. Yeah. If, is there a question coming out of that, Brad, or do you want me to move on to my next one? Uh, <laughs> you can move on to the next one. <laughs> Go, okay. Oh. How, how many official questions have you asked at this stage? On to one. <laughs> whoa, whoa, we're doing the interview here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were supposed to say how many years were you, mate? Philosophy, Corbett. You're training philosophy. Everything's going well. What are the things, the principles of your, your training plan that you, you like to instill in yourself and others? Athletes. Do you coach any athletes? Uh, not really, no. I give Neve advice, but I don't yeah, like... Fair. I'm mentor. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of thing, like... I do no, no, no financial incentives this time. Ah, okay. Yeah. We're, we're past that stage. Yeah, that was back in the boom, like. We're going to get a number out of you? A number what of, oh, what the cash prize was? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it was like 50 quid or something. That's good. I can't remember what that. it was. I, I can't remember what it was for either. I, like, I don't know, was it a, a race or just training in general like i feel like we're just training in general but mm-hmm. um, i don't remember yeah, no neil was meant to disclose any details she might have remembered better but look we're happy to have gotten something out of yeah. you the yeah. uh yeah. the cat's out of the bag that's for sure yeah uh, and uh, then i guess yeah so philosophy and what are the principles you would you'd stand by you'd like to tell others if you were coaching them and yeah uh, like it's it's hard to say that I have a philosophy or anything like I'm kind of I guess just training for myself and then there's training for other people and they could be very different like I'm I'm not going to tell you to start running 60-70k and don't really push beyond that um, no but that's not philosophy as much that's like you know depends on the person and what they're limited to whereas like you can believe in high mileage but for you high mileage could be 60 to 70k because of potential injuries or you can believe in lots of strength work or you can believe in lots of speed work yeah i don't know yeah i know what you're saying like um like in that regard then like i don't really have a like a philosophy in terms of high mileage low mileage because i think that that can be very different um in terms of sessions it's probably the same like i'm kind of a big fan of um tempos now that i kind of got back into them again um but I'm brings very me much... back to the good old days in phoenix park uh, and the canal the canal 
Oh, the canal. Jeez, I forgot yeah. about them. Wow, they already already got all this. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to kind of do a bit more of them as well, but I'm very... I'm very uneducated in like knowing what I specifically need to do. So um, even with the tempos recently, I just kind of found that I think I need to be careful that I'm running them at the right heart rate or the right kind of zone. Um, otherwise, they're just not a tempo. They're just like a run disguised as a tempo. So uh, I've been trying to make sure I'm kind of running them at the right heart rate although it's kind of hard with a heart rate monitor. Um, I've been a big fan of the gym this year. Like I haven't really built on it. Is it raining somewhere? <laughs> no, I, I haven't Not really, uh, I haven't really um, gone to the gym that much before. Or it's been very irregular. Um, whereas this year, the start of this year, I've kind of managed to kind of keep it at once to twice a week um, and that seemed to be working really well so I I guess that's the philosophy I don't know but... yeah fair enough it's more of a general things that you think work for you and don't work and that's it, in exactly. terms of the yeah. tempos the tempos and you're saying like you found you're running them maybe the wrong pace disguises tempo was that you were going too quick or too slow or do you know like what sort of what sort of pace is the right pace or heart rate, if you know that? Um, so I did, I, I, again, I don't really know, like, if this is really, like, a massive issue in terms of my training, but I kind of thought that I was running on pace rather than heart rate. So while a certain pace might have been right this week and it might have been right next week, doesn't mean it was right last week if I was feeling worse or, you know, after a heavier week. Um, so I kind of just found that, like, I do the same tempo one Saturday and do it another Saturday at the same pace, but just one Saturday would feel a lot worse or a lot harder. Um, and then, you know, I felt like it was kind of working too hard to keep to a target pace. So I think I'm going to try and focus more on the uh, a certain heart rate or kind of around maybe 90% of max um, rather rather than pace. Like, like pace should give you... Uh, fairly de- decent estimate but I think that can vary a bit more yeah 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 I, I, yeah, I agree with that I don't I don't know if I'm going to take it that maybe you're using a the chest heart rate track, which I am to be honest but I oh, think, no, so yeah. yeah so I, I guess like I kind of only thought this in the last month and I haven't been using a, a chest uh, heart rate strap yet I've kind of gone off like yeah. I know the risk rate is completely wrong most of the time actually almost all the time time and for me anyway um but i've kind of gone a little bit off feel on that uh for the last few weeks but i'm kind of yeah i just want to get my chest heart rate up to dublin really but i haven't had a chance to go home yet yeah but no like like you're saying you know, i'm on the same page i feel like you're just you're judging by pace but sometimes you know you're just feeling a bit worse or your calf's a bit tight and you're like, oh, I'll just settle back on this and whatever pace comes, comes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I've been, I felt like I've been in pretty decent shape recently as well. So like, it just feels like something that you want to do that you want to just, you know, run ahead of your pace and run well. But 
it's just kind of being cautious to actually do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with that. It's so easy to get caught up and be like, oh, we're having a great session, kick on. But yeah, yeah, if you're doing the sessions weekly, like you need to remind yourself sometimes they're not a race. And yeah, training is just training. It's all about training smart, isn't it? Racing, racing well, it doesn't mean training really fast. That was uh, that, that was, was real of, uh, that was that was uh, what's his name Steve uh, Mangetti. It was in him being paraphrased very loosely, <laughs> very very loosely. Oh, the great quote. Uh, don't even know if I want to make that quote public, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I think I'm just going to save that and keep it in my back pocket. Too good at training philosophy, is it? Oh, yeah, look, the Morans live by it and uh, like to be able to joke about it with each other. Well, you're lucky you paraphrased it so badly, so the secret's safe with you. Yeah, yeah nobody will ever know. <laughs> uh, anyway, you're one of the few people who, um, I know obviously you had your eyes on uh, first leg on the Eucala second team as well, but <laughs> who's... <laughs> but... Uh, all jokes aside, you're one of the people whose who's A-goal race for the A-goal for the summer hasn't yet been cancelled or postponed. Am I right in saying that? You were right in saying that, yeah. Entries yeah, so do you want to walk through that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah, like, uh, I guess I've done Warriors the last few years. Um, hasn't really ever gone well, but it's a, it's a good race that all the guys seem to be at. And uh, Throwing got down good times, but uh, I haven't been throwing down good times. And uh, I think last year I thought I was in decent shape to go sub sixty, or not not to go sub sixty last year. But, like, <laughs> the last year before you were in. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. I think last year was all right. Yeah, uh, last, last year was better. all right. I agree. But yeah. the year before you had been a walk and you'd been smashing their decent tempos. We'd run a tough cruise tempo session as well together, and I was like. Oh yeah, Corbett's in shape this year. Whereas last year I was like, Corbett should still be in decent shape, but uh, maybe uh, of yeah, the year, anyway. yeah, maybe of the years wrong because I thought that was oh that's probably right. Like that was probably the <coughs> yeah. era. Yeah, yeah, Canal Tempos would be the walk twenty eighteen yeah. era. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I I didn't mean to say I was in shape to go sub sixty then, but I was in shape to you know run something semi decent. Um, and I, I just didn't do that. So it completely blew up both years. Um, uh, it's just kind of something that's been annoying me a little bit. Like, it just seems to be a race that I, I want to do well in and I think I can do well in. Um, uh, Is it like one of the, the tenure, the tenure when looking back at your running career, you'd be disappointed if you didn't get sub 60? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd like uh, I'd be happy. W- I feel like I'd have like completed the race if I run sub sixty. Yeah, and you can like, move on. I, yeah, yeah. Like I could definitely go back, obviously, but like that's the the big barrier. Like then you'd feel like a proper warrior. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what I we're gonna get. Like one year, this uh, the Warriors Festival keeps having this group back. Uh, yeah, they're coming back every year and enjoying it. One year, Corbett will run 59-52 or something, and, and they'll be like, all right, lads, we're finished with that trip. Come on now. 
Yeah, I'd have to pick a different race then, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be waiting another doesn't, doesn't revolve around me, that anyway. Uh, there's, there's plenty of people I think can go sub-60 this year. Uh, yeah, maybe I mean, that's, maybe, maybe, maybe that's all right. the way. Like. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Bradley? Bradley? Do I think what... Yeah, there are plenty of people who could go sub-60, for sure. <laughs> I think he was asking about you. Boy, I, I'm guessing <laughs> not one of them. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. To, to give a bit of background in terms of times and stuff, Killeen in 2018 ran 67, I think, and in 2019 ran 72 or 73. So obviously there's a ways, to, not to be funny down, Corbett, there's a ways to go to sub-60, but... Uh, <laughs> but lots of people around have been running that and I, I believe as does Corbett that he is a lot closer to that time he has run he, a couple of those years like he probably wouldn't have sub 60 but had the day gone better definitely could have been more like 63 or something yeah there's, there's um, one runner that's running 67 like <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate better than the fun runners running 72 or 3 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyone wondering the fun runner who ran 67 is also in this conversation but is not myself is that me yes mate (laughs) was it 67 was it that good I don't think it was that good (laughs) it was 67 yeah (laughs) oh I'm pretty chuffed with that then I have a history of uh, chucking out really poor times in races though Uh, it was only when he said that just the 67 and 72 or 73, whatever it was, reminded me of uh, time trial days as a junior. I have some awful comments in that course. <laughs> oh, I, go on, took out a time or two from that. Like, I, I'd, need to, I'd need to fact check this because like, it just sounds so wrong. But like, what, what have you run for four laps, uh, Colin? I've run uh, 24... 12 or 13 I think it actually got uh, rounded up to like 24 17 or 18 because of poor SI but uh, on the watch 24 yeah 11 12 or 13 or something like that I I think I ran a 35 plus (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I remember you definitely ran a 32 and there were a couple of longer ones I'm not sure if you were one but to be honest I think the worst time is like 36 oh, no. so I don't know would you have been in the 35 plus maybe you would have I think I have two awful times and the thing is there was like one year it was awful and I think I ran like 31 let's say or there thereabouts like so then like that just felt so awful and then some other year I ran four minutes slower than that Oh god, god, god. But um that last warriors there was a, a bet laid down of you going sub sixty. What was the bet that was that was laid down? Yeah, so uh it wasn't that warriors. It was in Doyle's. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember when the bet went down, so I'm looking forward to hearing this. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, it was Doyle's, yeah, it was, I think, a fairly messy night. Like, I remember writing the bet in my phone because I wasn't sure if I'd remember it. Um, but I believe it's 10 euro at 50 to 1. That's, uh, that right? that's my understanding as well, yeah. yeah. And that was, that was made with Colin Moran. Yes, yeah. Would, yeah. Colin, would, would you, 
would you want to buy out of that bet right now, or do you do you think you're safe? Your money's safe. Um, I think it's a, it's been interesting actually following the price changes as we've gone through the months, yeah. um, because I think initially fifty to one it probably seemed like a fair price. We went in. Corbett was training. I'm trying to remember when that was Corbett that we were in Doyle's. Was it the night? Uh, was it, it was post um, Paris Court Ridge before Morocco? I don't think would it have been that I late. I think it was earlier than that. Yeah, yeah I, think I think it was, it was earlier. Um, it could yeah. have been. Would it have been? Um, oh, we didn't do a beer mile, did we? Could have been just some NFL night. No. Uh, Oh, no, because then we, would, we wouldn't have been that bad on a Sunday night if you would work it. I feel like I, 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 I don't know. I remember it was, um, a, you know, upstairs in Doyle's by the kind of sitting area, like in that little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were playing oh. chip. Was it, the, was it me? Was it the three of us were there and Connor as well? Um, yeah, I was going to say Roar, but like maybe it was just Connor. I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the, uh, the yeah, four of us was were there, there. And there was some bet as well that went on. And Connor and I had to go up and start chatting to some girls with like some awfully odd attempted pickup line. I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, awful. Yeah, no, yeah. And I'm probably glad I don't remember what the hell yeah. that was. Thank God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it was then. So it's probably September ish because the Brad was there. Oh, it was probably possibly still August, even. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, watching it go, I, I know like the prices changed as we went on because Corbett got into a good rhythm. We were seeing the tempos come back, we were seeing some consistent running, and that was kind of probably October, November. So I knew he was pretty fit. We both ran. Uh, National Novice Cross Country, and I knew there and he ran pretty well and was very fit. So, to be honest, I would have cast out for a bit of a loss if I had up the opportunity then. Mm-hmm. At um, National Novice? I, I might have, yeah. Yeah. Not like just from National Novice results, but the whole period of training was going well, and he still had another nine months. Yeah. And um, we. Uh, you can. This has been my perspective from afar, anyway. But I, I felt like yeah. then there was a bit of an injury spur, and we didn't see it awful lot in December, so most of January, probably late January. We saw Corbett starting to come back, and in February, March, the reintroduction of the tempos. So I would have, I would have, I would have let you put more money on. I'd say early January, February, March. I'd been like, ah, he's getting back. He's got time, but. You know, sub-60 is still a big ask, so yeah. it just needs to be consistent. And about now, I'd say you've made your way back up to the, like, oh, it's probably a fair price. You keep another month or two of this consistent tempos and training, I'd be getting worried again. Um, but this hip thing niggles a bit more and you're not really running for a month or two, I'll be pretty confident again. Yeah. I uh, like it. I kind of disagree with parts of that, but, like, not not completely. Um yeah, the thing I is, mean, that's like, unfair uh, because this is just my perspective from what yeah, I've yeah, seen. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah, um, Like, National Novices was kind of like, I, I don't like, I never felt like there was any close to any sort of peak at that stage. Like, that was just like a run. Admittedly, I obviously did get injured after that. But um, the big thing in January for me was that I was injured, but I was still getting 
my sessions in, I was still getting gym work in. I didn't really feel like I was ever losing fitness. Um, and then, like, if you asked me, like, a month ago, uh, like, I, I think I was in really good shape a month ago, like. Okay. Uh, and I, I don't think I've really dropped them, say, the last, like, two or three weeks. It's just been, like, a little tired. And then, like, obviously now, like, you're kind of, like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I obviously still feel fit. Like, I don't think I've lost much of that, but it kind of depends how the next month will go. Um, I'm also basing things on the fact that, like, notoriously, I've trained awfully through exams. Um, <laughs> and, like, even just this time of year in general, I guess, like, so I'm... I'm probably much further ahead when than where I'd normally be at this time of year, but... Other than that, I can't really say anything. It, it's it, it's probably mainly comes down to the three or four months before Warriors, like yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as I don't like throw everything out of the boat now, like but. But uh, well, I like, good to hear. Good to get some insight there, and yeah, I think good to hear that you're still I wouldn't have. Sorry. Oh, good. Good to hear you're still offering a uh, fifty to one. Did I hear that right? Oh, I mean, I, I'm not offering it. I, I still Me had not. to. We were only allowed max liability of 500 quid, so unfortunately, you're maxed out on that bet. But, uh, well, you do but think yeah. I'm 51 at the moment? At the, at the moment, I'd uh, probably say it's yeah, maybe where I put it. I'd oh no, to be fair, I, I actually probably think it's you're a little bit better than 50 to one, but I'm still, yeah. I suppose, not worried in the sense that uh, I like. My guess is you're still probably not going to do some 60, but that just means that you're less than evens. <laughs> or you're worse than evens. <laughs> I mean, this is a massive difference. Like, like you're yeah. talking about, like, passing out my bet for 250 euro there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but, no, I'm yeah, no, so I'm, I'm in a funny situation where, yeah, exactly. There's no way you're evens, but you're also, no, I'm sure you are probably a good bit better than 50 to 1. Um, but... Fortunately, that doesn't strike the fear like evens would. Um, anyway, yeah, interesting to hear, though, because I, I feel like, you know, we get a month or two of, I don't think we were getting many January updates on that attack point, so I, so I wouldn't have seen as much of the sessions or the strength, but uh won't change my perspective too much. Interesting following regardless. Um. But geez, yeah, we got a we got a good bit out of that uh, the Warriors chat there, the big goal for the year. You can tell it really means a lot to this man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, um, got beat, he got beaten by a fun runner last last year. So. <laughs> oh, this oh, is geez. a man who crawled across the finish line of a, a major marathon, uh, <laughs> and, and, and like we say, crawled across. I'm like, okay, in fairness, he did get to walk across. They say walk, not run. But I yeah, was crawling, crawling a couple hundred meters before. That's that's what I heard. The yeah. Hamstring and bits on the ground, just crawling, making what meters he could. Just go go look at that Strava, the last kilometer. <laughs> What's the, the, the famous twelve minute K. <laughs> twelve minute K. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then yeah, for extra... not respectful now that marathon. <laughs> And then for extra entertainment, go look at the progression of photos from kilometer 10 to kilometer 42. <laughs> Is that on Strava? 
No, that would just be on like. Oh, the marathon results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's quite a bit of research work that. Ah, it's um, just framed in my bedroom on on the wall. Ah, oh, very nice. <laughs> we might, uh, if the fans would like, we, um, you know, if we get the, enough social media feedback, we'll post that on our our various channels. <laughs> if we get, um, yeah, if we get like. What, three comments. Look, if, if we get three people, yeah, three people looking for it. If you get no, if you get two listeners that are older than sixty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually good news for the fans. By the way, this week we got our first, um, first sixty-plus listener. Um, unconfirmed who it is, but it's just great to see you know it going so global so early. Um, okay, Corbett, in with the big questions. <laughs> year and a year and a quarter out, your Eucala team, seven men. You know the legs, so I want to know who's getting which leg as well. One to seven. Hit me. I don't know if I really do know the legs. Like um people keep saying this. First leg yeah. is long first right leg. three. Yeah. Second leg is kinda oh, to be fair, it's pretty much bright. Yeah, four four four, four five are short. Yeah. Six yeah. is medium like two and seven is long like three. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm like I'm not going to be able to like pull something out there. Um, uh, lack of lack, lack of no no. Like, I'll, I'll give you names, but I just don't really know. Like for oh, I might know some legs, I guess. Um, yeah, just start with the long legs. I did think about this uh, when this was asked a few weeks ago, um, and the way I see it is there's very few like who I'd kind of consider definite. Um, so in, in in my like kind of almost certain like as in you can probably go back through kind of these sort of things like obviously we haven't had nuclear team before but well apart from the the more casual ones um, Last just year team was like a serious fucking team I hope you're not ripping the piss out of them <laughs> I was in the team okay yeah you're right it was casual yeah <laughs> fun runners um, we had two fun runners then. <laughs> you you and yeah, no, yeah, no, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> three, Jesus. Uh, what you can't mark as a fun runner, yeah. Well, Jeez, whoa, that's, 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 that's unfair. <laughs> uh, Were there any professionals in this team? No, um, no, I, I, say... I went professional about a month later. I think the people who are like highly likely to make the team for a start are the two short boys, uh, Colm, yourself, and you. um, and probably Niall. So, so I think so there's, there's, there's the, four the people the definites here. category that's been downgraded to highly likely, or yeah, yeah, to be, to be fair, it should be highly likely, like, but. Fair. If you if you're a betting man, like I'd probably bet in those four being in the team. Um, if I which we know you legs, are, <laughs> I'm most certainly a betting man. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners love it. Um, um, who legs there? I guess. Did, uh, uh, yeah, go for it. Give us give us a rough did, breakdown did, of the legs. But yeah. to be honest, you don't actually need to give us the legs as much because yeah. you're giving okay, us a much better breakdown when you tell us who's the highly likely and who's. Yeah, well, I guess, like, like oh, I'm not going to come on this podcast and rule people out. Like, 
and you, you yeah. can't do that. You you can't do that uh, a year out either. Like, yeah, and in orienteering <laughs> in general, it's tough. Like, you sounded really disappointed with that. Like. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, <laughs> I am a little saddened. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I, I gave you, I gave you the highly likely. So I think, I think, genuinely, if you think of every other name, you can make a case for them. And I include yeah. myself, like, because I'm, I'm definitely not putting myself in the category of like guaranteed. Like, I'd be, I'd be happy to get in the team for sure. Like, but like, but if you have to give there, three other names, a... yeah, no, we're we're getting three names out of you. We appreciate that everybody else has a fucking chance, yeah. but like, but which go on, who's more likely? who's running the two shitty short legs <laughs> and leg six? The two shitty short legs and leg six. Um, short legs, not the short brothers, obviously. No, no, no Dave, Dave, he's named the four people who are taking one, two, three, and seven. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not giving. I can last three. Like, I'll, I'll put myself. Well, in it. Well, no, no, like, I, every, I back every other person. Okay, you, you're giving yourself. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the shortest leg, like, I reckon. Okay, cool. Two more. Uh, we'll have two, two Is imports. There... Mario and what? Get out of town! Every other guest who's come on has given us a full team, mate. Go on. I haven't. We know everyone has a chance. Yeah, everyone. You know, everyone does have that. I don't know. No, we just want two names out of you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting. You're not getting two names like. Look, look, I'll tell you, now I'm whispering here so he doesn't hear. Bradley just wants to get four out of four. Just just throw his name in. Brad, I can't have you aiming for the shortest leg. Like, I, I actually just want one, inter- one guest on this show, to be honest, and not put me in the team just because I'm a co-host. I'm not putting you in the team. Good, good. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, like, and then like, if you're if you're aiming for the shortest leg, right? Yeah. You have to aim higher, like. Oh like, no, yeah. I see no one aims saying. for the short. No one, no one aims for the shortest leg. Yeah. No, in fairness, there's a bit of like, you can understand where Brad's coming from because he, he respects that it's a strong team and he's he's aiming to essentially get in the team, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he knows that if he gets in the team, like he's probably not in the top four. When you mentioned second team, yeah, maybe first leg maybe... is open. That my ears perked up a bit there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that should be on the goal then. But I I do get what you're saying. Like if you like you aim for a good a decent leg and then you're still there and thereabouts and get the shorter leg. If you just aim for the shorter leg, you just miss the team completely. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You shouldn't. Be, you certainly shouldn't be focusing your training on some six k legs. <laughs> I mean, like in fairness, in fairness, like is there any evidence that you're focusing on training on a six k leg? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, but but like this is this is the exact reason why like I don't think you can pick people like a year and a bit out. Like, oh no, it's impossible to pick a year and a bit out. But that's why we <laughs> want to hear your guess, mate. Uh, and we have had all the other guests come out with some of them. They're just saying name, but you know. 
we just want to hear your last two names, Corbett. We just, want, just, just uh, who do you think's in there? Do you think Lawrence is in there? Do you think Connell Whelan? Do you think Mark had a Kev, Mark, more oh, Mark? Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like none of the people that you've named there are gonna go to you. Wow. No, that doesn't mean like make not make the team. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I hope no, you boys are listening to that me. and the disrespect Corbett is throwing at you. Oh, I, I don't there. think so. Although Kev's maybe she's scheme for a part. Yeah, like Kev's in the team if he goes. Like, or if Ooh, he wants to go. Okay. Right? okay, Kev's got the sixth spot. Kev's um, scheme. I think he is, yeah. I don't think Lawrence is interested. No, uh, no, Lawrence is uh, interested. He's on the list now. Like, again, you don't know if what comes up and maybe it doesn't suit or he's injured, but like. At the moment, you have to assume if they sign their name up for this year, uh, which which he threw his name in the hat. You and like McCullough, you know James Haynes. There are, there are right, lots if, of people if, here. If, if we're going for uh, the big comeback from Lawrence, then. oh, very good, very good. So we got our seven men there, and what a big comeback that would be. Um, that's another guest we obviously greatly look forward to having on Lawrence Quinn, if you're listening. Um, well, now we got through Eucla there eventually. Um, <laughs> uh, will I move into the next question, Brad, or have I been stealing the limelight a bit? Oh, no, 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 the golden. Go for cool, it. Cool, cool. Uh, right, so best race ever or best, best result ever, Corbett? Jesus. It's not an easy question. I don't think I have any good races. <laughs> um, I can't wait till we get to to the ten years to until you retire. What do you want? And Corbett's like, oh, just a, just a couple of good races. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not actually sure if I do have good races. Genuinely, like internationally, they've all been crap. Like, or sorry, sorry, that's a bit harsh. Like, there, there's been a few that have been like okay at the start. Like, but like. Given given fitness and that sort of thing, like I've never been like peak, um, and anything recently has been awful. Um, no, like I, I guess the like, see, I don't like this one. Like the only good race I can actually think of at the moment is that Irish champs that wasn't the Irish champs, if you know what I mean. It was the one in McGilligan. It was on some other time, but like, I don't Wait, like that, that was because Irish champs. stop, uh, stop, stop putting it down, like. <laughs> Is Just because, because it wasn't on the normal time of year, because <laughs> the Northern Irish fuckers prefer sprint to middle distance, doesn't mean that if it happens in October and November, it doesn't doesn't count. You got you silver like? medal. Be proud of it. Wear it on your wear it on your chest. Where where did you come? I got the motherfucking gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. It's just like there weren't like not everyone was at that one. Like, no, nah, yeah, I agree. But to be fair, if you still go through the list of like the people who were there, it was like it's not absolutely awful either. You still have like Roy Short was there, the two of us are there, Darren Burke is there, Shane Lynch, um, like uh, I can't remember them all on top of my head. Josh was there, I think. Uh, Kev maybe, and like no, you I were missing the your, your name. The classic one that Kev was entered for, but he wasn't there. You could be right about that. I don't really remember. Um, yeah. And you have a few names. Like, I think there was like the Christian Foley Fisher, Hugh Cashel, 
who were probably a little ah, like Hume might have still been running well enough not like likely to win but still putting up competition and yeah look you can only do what you can what about the race where you won the selection for walk middle distance in 2018 yeah like wasn't great like it, it was all right like it was definitely grand looking back in it. Um, at the time, it felt bad, and it felt a little better once everyone else came in and did worse. But like, I don't think that makes it a good race. Yeah. Um, this like we I, should we should mention that we're we're not talking to a an athlete who's only run a couple of local races. Like you've got more walk caps than I have. You've uh, you've got your Irish champs medal, run a few big Irish champs relays, but just nothing satisfies him. You know. It's uh, you know, when you're looking for greatness, you can't settle with good. Yeah, but <laughs> like good, like there's not many in the good list either. Yeah. All right, yeah. like, I don't know, like the worst race. Oh, we'll be here for hours. <laughs> oh no, the, the the worst is very easy. Like, cause I've had a lot of like, see, a lot of them are just like bad shape, right? Like, so like, you can't really say that's the worst unless like. Uh, you could argue that, but like, no, nah, yeah, it's not really the same. To... Like the worst, but like the worst without doubt is uh, walking Latvia, the middle distance. It was just so bad. Like, I was in okay shape for that, and it wasn't there wasn't anything special to to train or anything like that. But it was just such an awful race. Like it's kind of, I like I guess I haven't run many races where. Uh, I've had GPS on my back, like, and I just, like, I remember coming to finish and then realizing that all that was on GPS. Yeah, I remember seeing your face sink in that moment. Oh, it's just, oh, like, um, so, yeah, I don't know if, uh, yeah, like, that's, that's definitely the worst, without it, actually. Is there anything you feel you get back there on the start line, the GPS is on you, you're in the same shape? Like, what changes, I guess, that you could uh, you could rectify it were you to start racing again? Do you think... Like, in the same you, race or a different Yeah, yeah, race? exact same race. Like, um, hypothetically, like, what would I yeah, change? Yeah, completely hypothetical. But you have the experience of having done it once yeah. and, like, messed it up. See, that's, that's kind of tricky as well, because, like, I wasn't... I don't think I was like. Rash. You don't know exactly like, what went like, wrong, like. Yeah, a little bit. Like, I guess just like, yeah, it just. I guess I wasn't making much sense of the map, like, or as much sense of the map as I should have been. Um, maybe train was a little different to what we had been on before, uh, on one side of the river. Um. So yeah, I don't. Sure, I could have taken things like safer but like you don't want to be too safe either you know like you're you're at walk so you want to run your best race um and not really put the brakes on and get around so uh i wouldn't say i was like completely reckless in that regard but like i guess i just didn't really hit the first one and it kind of spiraled out of control from there yes fair fair yeah. No, and I have to agree with you too. To be honest, I'm like, look, maybe you can run a safer race and you do get a better, better time and result. But 
there's probably too much of that in Irish orienteering, uh, especially at junior level when you go abroad. Lots of it is like juniors are making mistakes and stuff, or like we made mistakes as juniors. But a lot of the time, too, as juniors, I feel like we grew up with like in Ireland, you can get away with just having steady, safe races and being happy out. But you have one of those at EOC or JWOC and you're in the bottom quarter of the results. Whereas, yeah, like you're saying, promoting a slightly more aggressive style of orienteering is probably the way to do it. There's no point being safe at WOC. I guess if I was giving you one thing, like it's probably just like it's just a really obvious fact that uh, I and probably a lot of other orienteers who live in Ireland don't orienteer enough. But like that's quite generic. Um, like I do very little orienteering. Like, like as in like I, I I would have backed myself to be the orienteer on that like start list who's done the least amount in that year like and yeah. definitely that year I think I've done particularly little like and I, it's not really something like I'm like oh I'm aiming to do as little orienteering as possible like I guess it's just that it's not really in the mindset to do orienteering every week like not that serious about it until it comes around to it and it kind of yeah it feels grand when you go on training camps and do a week here and like Norway for example it feels like yeah, we did a lot of like orienteering for Norway, for example. Uh, I mean, in the sense that obviously I didn't run in Norway, but I think it was in I was in Norway three times before. Is that right? Uh, um, twice, twice or three times before the race. I don't know. There was the selection races. There was the week with Anton, and was there another time? Maybe it was just those two. Yeah, I had a couple others. I went to Brad and I went out to do Norwegian Spring in April, and then we did a yeah. two-week training camp in late July. But yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, there, like you, you've done a lot, but like everyone else is doing that as well. And then yeah, they're yeah. also they're also orienteering all the other time as well. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, yeah. Agree. So that's all. That's all I can say. But like that doesn't. I don't necessarily think I need to orienteer 24-7 to run a good race. But if I orienteered a lot more, I would run a lot more all right races. Yeah. yeah. And do you think that pushes you now that, like, if you set your sights on walk, so say next year, I don't know if this is in your goals, but, like, walk 2021 is Czech Republic and it's forest. And it looks quite nice. And if you set your aims for that, would you be like, now, right, well... Come September, once I've I've run my sixty-five minute warriors, I'll uh, start to focus and trying to get a bit more orienteering in if I want to take my walk seriously. Yeah, like if I was running sixty-five minute warriors, I'd know I've arrived. Like, <laughs> top top. No, no. Uh, like the thing is, like the training has to be there, like consistently anyway, to be in like decent shape. So if I was in all right shape and i don't mean like you know peak all year round but like able to survive a year of training and uh and we get to say december this year and i've done like i don't know i you know i've, I've done 200k a month ish there thereabouts at least um then then i could start thinking about that Whereas, like, what usually happens is you come to December or January and you just start up on 
training and getting some fitness and getting some faster sessions under your belt. It's not really enough time to think about the orienteering then. So uh, I think that's probably the key, really. Like, So if I get to that stage, then I probably would look at doing more orienteering. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You want to be fit enough to kind of compete there first and then you can, then once you know you're running well enough, you can clean up all the other stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just the, I guess what, the the cost benefit of, of just doing normal road training is a lot better at a certain time. Like, I don't think my orienteering skills are zero, but I just think there's a lot more to gain from, usually there is a lot more to gain on the fitness side of things. Yeah, yep, I, I would agree with that too. Ultimately, yeah, it's all good and well to talk about an aggressive style of orienteering, but there aren't many people in Irish orienteering fit enough to compete at the international stage yet anyway, so that is probably and you, and you first and foremost. You don't need to be, like, a perfect orienteer to get a good result. Like, it just means that you will have a lot more crap results, but you might get a good result. There's plenty of, like average enough orienteers who have sorry average enough it's probably wrong like they're you know they are at walk like what compared to the skills of say other orienteers like they're they are in the average bracket other walk orienteers um but if you're fast enough you can you can do well yeah yeah the uh, the one that uh, came to mind for me when uh, when Brad asked you what your worst worst race was, uh, what came to mind? I actually my best remember. Race. Oh yeah, nothing came to mind with best race. <laughs> uh, the uh, walk two thousand and ten, also in Norway, and the two of us probably ten ten. It's probably seventeen. Yeah. You you were probably seventeen as well. Yeah, running the tour race and Corbett caught me probably third control or fourth control and we get to this massive long leg to the fifth control like take a quick look down to compass start heading uh, let me think I start heading kind of west I reckon Corbett flies off down the hill to the east and <laughs> yeah you can relive the rest if you want for yourself but I tell I you mean, when you not... the lake he was in for a surprise yeah they're like as you said, like, there's not more to the story after that. Like, that was the race ender, like. Yeah, it was a classic 180, and there was no recovering from that. Like, I was just so far away from, like, you know, you know when you relocate, right? Like, you, you relocate, like, usually close enough to where you're supposed to be. <laughs> when, you re- when you relocate <laughs> or something that's not even on the map or it was on the edge of the map, I don't remember, then you know you really mm-hmm. done around, like, yeah, uh, and you'd torn off down this big hill like that climbing that would have been a depressing <laughs> some back up over and I remember just being like so how did you get to it and you were like oh well I hit that road and went around the massive hill and I was like fucking hell you draw your route on this map it's gonna be and comedy for years to come to, to be fair I, I didn't like I didn't reach that road before I realised I realised when I was like maybe I was still near enough to top the hill. Like I, I, I had a long, long way to drop, but even at that stage, I was just so far away. Like I, I, th- I saw that the road as the the way home. Like. <laughs> very good, very good. On a kind of related, uh, but like not so not really looking for a worse result here, but just wondering 
one that we asked a few people, like the kind of most devastating result or moment or heartbreaking, anything you had in the sport where you were like, I just, because, you know, like say you had a bad race in some, like maybe the walk is it, but anything that you really felt you'd invested in and you were like, yeah, I just wanted to get the result there or make that team or run that sub 60 warriors or whatever. Um, and you were like, took a little bit of time to get over that result. Feels like there's a lot of questions about like, what's your worst? And <laughs> uh, we just we aim them towards our particular like, interviewees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is the exact same question as what's your uh, worst race, but just slightly different. This one's all yeah. about emotions. <laughs> um, this one's no, I, all the fair, like, For me, they'd be different. Like I've had. Not to be... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, I was just saying like a, like you know. For my most devastating one was probably an all right race, really, you know, yeah. whereas I've had some awful races too. So if they're the same one for you, though, then just, yeah, pass on. We'll move to the next question. Uh, yeah, I'll try and think. But I feel like you have one in mind, probably. But... Yeah, no, not, not, no. no, I don't yeah, can't think safe. of what really would have hit you. But like, I like, I wouldn't like. Walk was my worst race, and it was kind of embarrassingly bad. Or sorry, walk in Latvia was my worst race, but it was embarrassingly bad. But like, don't want to say I was like devastated about it. Um, yeah. you know, I mean, I wasn't, yeah. you know, just not really serious enough to like. I guess if I was in like really good shape, I'd and like really focused on it. Like I wasn't supposed to be in Latvia, so there's no reason to be like massively devastated about it. Um. See, then it's probably hard to think of anything I was, like, really disappointed in just because of never really being in, like, up, up You haven't fully invested a big in race. anything yet. Like, like, to be honest, like, the Warriors ones were a bit annoying, like, but, like, I was just so far away from, like, running a decent race. And, like, wasn't trying to run sub-60 then. I don't think I was just trying to run a good time, but I was just so far away from running a good time that... It's just not really that devastating, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We I can remember. we can play on to the next question. I remember um, there was a like very oh. early, early days with uh, JHIs, and uh, Greg had come up and said, "Oh look, I I think it was at the JK maybe, and this is before like I even knew what like the JHIs were or what the the junior squad was." And he was kind of just saying, oh, you know, if you keep running the way you are or whatever, like you, you might uh, make the team for the JHH. And um, there was, a, I think it was Irish Champs or Northern Irish Champs. I think it was Irish Champs. And it was on in Fermanagh. Um, oh, yes, yeah, 2007. Yeah. Never, I might have that wrong, but, um, and this was like, it felt like uh, the competition was fairly high quality. Like there was Jack, well, I don't know. There, there could have been a few people who were age below or age above, but in our age class, like there was always a good few people around. I don't know, was Lawrence around at that stage? He might have been. Lawrence, Jack Miller, Mark Stevens, Owen McCullough. Um, probably forgetting a few people there as well. Brian Hill. Um, yeah, yeah, he's trying to think. I feel like I'm forgetting some, some obvious ones. Yeah. But. 
I mean, Harry Miller probably yeah. would have been then too because he's yeah. the year below you. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I was on a good race and maybe like two controls from the end, I twisted my ankle. And this is when it was like basically top four and you make it pretty much. And, mm. uh, oh, Alex Simnon was there as well. Oh, uh, another classic name. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it was like two controls out and it was maybe in first or second-ish near the top anyway twisted my ankle and came fifth didn't go to the JHS that one is that is a good heartbreaking story that'll stay with you for life (laughs) poor little 13 year old Colleen Corbett crying in the back of his car crying and Liz don't know how to like inconsolable Colleen was the the tears are for the ankle like (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I can miss the JHS, but the future of, of this this machine that's going to get to a number of walks. Like. That might have been around the time when um, the the JHIs in uh, Northern Ireland, when that was Roy the Shore JHIs in well. Northern Ireland, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah Roy uh, Short oh, won oh. M18. Uh, so I don't know what you would, um, um, funny enough, now that you say, like, I don't think Ben Mangan was running that. Uh, that Irish champ, oh, so maybe yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Ben Mangan sure ran both JHIs and uh, ran the fastest time out of all the Irish. He wasn't on that JHI team either, but uh, it was like obviously a really bad mist in the morning and it kind of cleared off by midday, let's say. And all the JHIs yeah. went out in the morning and then just the, the regular Northern Irish champs went out in, at midday. And uh, I remember I wasn't on the team. I, I think that was probably it because. I think I made the team most of the years. I was kind of consistent enough. Um, so that might have been off the back of that. But um, yeah, yeah, no, I, that I, definitely was that year because I had the, the same thing. Was I finished like fifth or sixth at the uh, Irish Champs. Same boat as you. Didn't even know what the JHIs were, but somebody had said something about them. And I was like, oh, cool. And then ran the Northern Irish Champs, you know, a couple of months later. And... Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure you're dead right. Ben Mangan beat all the Irish. I think I might have in M16 done similar and beaten the Irish M16s. Maybe I was behind one of them, like Connor or Sean Knight or something. I don't remember. But we had it was still misty, I think, when we went there. But it wasn't anything like it was for the JHI yeah. people. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, I don't know how many more questions you have, Brad. We've gone on a fucking while, but I actually still have uh, one or two. Oh uh, yeah, I was just gonna ask if if you have any shameless following stories. I heard Classic. this one last week. Um, I don't think I do. Like, you, yeah, yeah. I, I used to kind of, unless there's someone that uh, someone knows of one. I can't. I can't think of any. I used to go out of my way when I was younger to like not Lost be caught me. following, like yeah, to not follow, and it would just be yeah. detrimental. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when they when they've chosen the best route choice, and you're like, I gotta go the other way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like to some extent, at least, like not to be like seen to be following anyway, or at least contributing in some way. So I don't know. Like, I'm probably not being like. No, I don't think they have in any big race anyway. And um, if if Olaf Lunden is so Olaf Lunden has clearly won the the battle of Gustav versus Olaf. Yeah, 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 for who, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, Who would win the first fight? Olaf Lundinez, Thierry Georgia. I mean, like, I don't think there's anything that Olaf loses in physically. <laughs> like, that's, surely that's not close. Like, I have to say, can't... from a technical perspective, um, the fact that you've limited to a fist fight, that definitely helps Thierry's chances. Just a general brawl, like, there's no hope, like, Olaf. Yeah. <laughs> He goes through any man. But, um, you know, maybe uh, Thierry gets his jab, his, his uppercut, you know, his overhand. Yeah, you, you don't know. Like, you can't footy. He's got long limbs, that man. But I'd have to go with London as too, to be honest. You know, he just makes it a dirty fight and then boom, boom, pow. Yeah. People hit the I'm ground. Trying, I'm, I'm trying to see that Georgiou uppercut, but I just can't see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The jab's a lot easier to picture. Yeah. Olaf's got a, a pocket of sand and flings it into your eyes and then blinds you and then knocks him out. Yeah. I, I, I saw that in the flesh. <laughs> I, I don't think I saw that until you guys told me about it after we left Portugal. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I only saw it in the video stream. Beautiful Good content. Footage anyway. Yeah, yeah. Ret- retirement, Corbett. Firstly, when's it coming? Um, and secondly, what what do you have to have ticked off when that comes? Jeez, I hope it's not coming anytime soon. You, you never you know, it's a string of injuries. Yeah, you always hear stories of people who, it's just people who kind of go away from stuff like orienteering and running anyway as well, but I can't yeah, really yeah. see like, that. But... Like we were just discussing, I suppose, you're Alex Simonon, you're... Your Jack Miller's back in the running team next week, but um, yeah, yeah, people go away from it. Um, Podrick Mulry, like? Sean Knight, it's like Sean Knight, what a talent! Mulry, what a name! What a yeah, in fairness, what Podge, what a guy! Yeah, what a guy, what a guy. Anyway, sorry, back back to you. This is what the interview is about. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, like it's got to be like. I would say a lot of it like goes around the Irish champs. Like they're, I guess they're all classic things, really. Like, like no one's going to say anything like way out there. But if we're talking orienteering anyway, um, I would see it like I would see long wouldn't long wouldn't be my favorite. Like middle middles above it, but I think just that to has say, to I think traditionally people who long isn't their favorite, it's because they're not fit enough for it. But you keep going anyway. Middle middle is yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I, I think like yeah, in in Ireland you want to win, you want to win IRC long, probably more than other races. I think I don't really care too much about the other ones. Mid- middle would be nice and then sprint, but I'm not as fussed about that. I just like to put in a good long performance, um, and then internationally. I don't know, like, cause, like, honestly, like, if I got on a walk team again, like, I can't see myself like coming up there, like, like I, I was going to think of like finals, but they don't really do finals for middle anymore. They don't do. There's no qualifying they do for, for the middle distance. Yeah. Oh, there is for the middle. They've yeah, reintroduced it with split walk. Yeah, yeah, I remember it now. Um. I just find it very hard to see that happening. Like, so I guess like I could hope for a good result there, but like, 
I don't know, is that something like you really remember and like target for the rest of your life? Like that you I guess you wanna I guess you wanna do yourself justice. That's probably fair enough. Yeah. Well it's uh it's from the heart that <laughs> <laughs> No, like as in like I, I've be, I've had like opportunities to do well, but not enough. And like yeah, it'd just be nice to like put in a consistent season and then go from there basically. So yeah, I can't really look beyond this year, I guess. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um I was gonna ask, are there any like uh any misconceptions that you think people have of you in a running training sense or not like life sense? Yeah, no, most of them are right. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Most of them are right. I don't. I don't know what the conceptions are, though. What do like, you think the conceptions are? I don't really know. Like, um, <laughs> I don't know the conception that I wouldn't train that much. I don't know if that really true. Like, that's yeah. Like, I can't really disagree with that. I don't. I don't think there's people saying I'm doing nothing. Like. But yeah, so I, I don't know what the conceptions are. Fair enough. So you're happy with what people think, what people see Corbett as, that's Corbett. I think so. I don't know, unless there are people are saying things behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> and if they are, uh, text into the podcast then. You can send them yeah, on then. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look, you know it's not me and Brad because we say it all straight up on the show. It's not behind <laughs> your back. You're straight, man. Yeah, true. I've got like so many negative questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave on a high note. Predict your time for the uh, 2020 Warriors run. Oh. <laughs> uh, I go somewhere between 60 and 61. Ooh, okay, okay. That's a, that's a good time. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, but it's a um, class really like just almost, but not enough. Yeah, fair enough. Still, six minute PB, like you can't really complain too much. Oh, you're right. I'll take tenner in my pocket. <laughs> you got any more questions, Brad? Uh, no. Cool. I think that's us out for the moment. Um, been a pleasure, boys. Always great to chat. Nice to have... I apologise to the fans if they think that one was too long, but we just got into it and this guest can chat, you know? We got rolling. <laughs> Big topics but, uh, like Warrior and Eucala can keep you yeah. chatting, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the future and... Tra- oh, it just had it already, that one, I think. Yeah. Um, a real inside... Good. Really inside this man's hard. outlook on, on life and training and orienteering as a whole. Yeah, so, sorry for the awful podcast this week. The better one will be back next week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, right, no. yeah. We just oh. didn't want to say it to him. I'm gonna be sad tomorrow morning when uh, I can't listen to the podcast because I oh, be because I've heard it. <laughs> mate, it's great listening back to yourself, man. Do you yeah, listen yeah. back? Uh, yeah, once each week I give it a re-listen because I'm looking for stuff to do. <laughs> I mean, I would hope it's only once a week. 
<laughs> uh, I was tempted by a second there after Kev's because book that was a banger. Oh, classic. Uh, but no, nah, yeah, I give, usually give it a listen afterwards. And I tell myself it's the check that it was all that I don't need to do any edits, but in reality I'm just it's enjoying to listen back. Um cool. Anyway, that's a that's a goodbye from us. Um we'll catch you all next week. Cheers, lads. Cheers.